Hi, music lovers. Welcome to another episode of Electronic Music Man. I'm your host, James Locksmith. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Daniela Canazaro, who's the brainchild of Ceremonia Tribe, one of the most forward-thinking, spiritual, environmentally conscious, culture-unifying, down-tempo music events to emerge from Barcelona over the last few years. A communication expert, consulting for some of the biggest advertising agencies from London, Paris, Rome, Milan, Dubai, and Burning Man projects in Spain. Daniela began her journey with Ceremonia whilst healing after a long list of traumatic experiences, both mental and physical. While healing, Ceremonia emerged and grew from strength to strength as somewhat a reflection of her transformation. Not only has she been an inspiration, a great friend, she's also responsible for my coffee addiction. On today's episode, Daniela and I speak about developing resilience and bouncing back, workplace politics, and focusing on oneself. It was a pleasure to reconnect with Daniela, as always, and learn more about her stories in depth. Hope you enjoy the episode. Daniela Canazaro. Here I welcome am. To, <laughs> welcome, welcome to Electronic Music Man. How are you? Hello, thanks for inviting me. I'm very good, especially now I'm talking with you. Such a nice guy. <laughs> Look, on today's episode, I, um, I want to uh, chat with you about developing resilience and bouncing back, workplace mm-hmm. politics, and focusing on oneself. In the last uh, five, ten years, you've had some significant challenges personally and professionally. You've uh, developed a resilience muscle. I'd love to learn how you shifted from these challenges into a resilient mindset. Tell me, um, yeah, like there's been a lot of bumps in the road. <laughs> but you, but and then you've, you actually um, witnessed yeah. some of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, yes, I have to say last 10 years there there have been probably actually five have been probably toughest of my life personally and professionally speaking and one was obviously affecting the other side and they ignite this kind of uh spiral the spiral can be vicious or virtuous it always depends on the way that you see it so especially uh, that kind of bumps that have been affecting my physical uh, uh, being. Uh, for the listeners, I broke a couple of bones here and there. Uh, I needed a lot of surgeries during the last five years. I, I uh, undertook eight surgeries so far. There is something that normally someone experiences in um, in a lifetime, and actually, I hope that nobody experiences eight surgeries in a row. And um, they were all very tough in terms of consequences. In I say from like the simplest of bringing breaking a leg, that was the simplest thing that happened to me. But the rest, they were really affecting my way of existing and when I say that it means I could I wasn't able to eat I wasn't able to talk because it was a face surgery it was very tough coming from an accident and um, so you spent a lot of time on your own that's the point point. and when you are on your own 
either you get along with yourself and your darker side because exactly in that moment all the darker side and the demons that you have inside this scroll like scrolling scrolling your back and they appear on basically on your back and start talking like blah, 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 blah. so i think that exactly the moment of facing all the biggest fear that were coming from a very simple question like how can i get out of this hole or how can i get back to my normal life doing simple things how can i eat again um those things makes you makes you face your fears and the only way is to break in what i was doing mentally speaking was just taking the old path of recovering and breaking it down in small pieces. Like without thinking like, okay, in three years time, what I'm gonna do is la la la, or having a vision. That was always with me, like the dream, the kind of vision that I got for my life was already there, but I had to get to action. And the only way uh, to get clarity is to get in actionability. So the only point to get to action is just breaking the big vision into so many little targets. So what I was doing, okay, my objective for tomorrow is gonna start like drinking again water, yes. <laughs> my target for the next week is gonna start eating something that is actually not um, toddler food. <laughs> so slowly, slowly, that kind of little succeeds because for me we're really succeed like it can be something very stupid something that we take for given so how like having normal normal action getting out of your friends having a beer that was impossible so instead of creating me oh fake hopes somehow was just let's go step by step and that thing as slowly slowly creating in me these trends then now because my big vision when i was going through all those changes the physical change they have created a psychological change in terms of changing my personal life to did you find did you find that it was something that uh was instinctual or was it like because your background in campaign strategy and marketing did did, did did this like become you became your own project you know like <laughs> so uh did you did you find that those kind of skills kicked in or or was it more of just like you know a a, a means of necessity that the part of your survival instincts or both you know did they did, is that where that came from to like where did where did understanding to do this from at a bite-sized approach come from? I actually thank you because I never thought about that, like the mm. symbiotic way of working or the two words, like, mm. but it's actually true. I mean, the first book uh, that a strategist working marketing read is the art of the war, that is Sun Tzu. So that is a kind of Koran that you follow for everything you do uh, work-wise. And 
can be absolutely be applied in your personal life. And now that you make me think about it, it's exactly the kind of strategy that I do when I have a big project, like global product launch. When I, I mean, if you face it, like, oh, fuck, it's a global product launch. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm a tiny little girl. Like, what, how am I going to handle it? <laughs> and uh, it's actually true. So I break it down. That is the point. I just break it down, having in the back end the big vision of the launch. So yes, that was it. Because my launch on personal on my personal life, it was exactly that. I'm gonna be in Spain and I'm gonna launch my company and uh, getting those events in Barcelona that nobody is doing. And that was like three years before, from the moment that I said. And the moment that I did it, there were three years in the middle of three years of healing. It was exactly like that. From start eating again to dropping 500 people events. Absolutely. Yeah, at the mm. world, being a ninja, like a panda. <laughs> I actually always consider myself a panda because I'm very clumsy like pandas, but I survive against this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the stress in other world. <laughs> and and, and um, yeah, so so d you did find that with um, with your skill set from from your, in like with your profession that this this did help you, like with with the progress and the the processes to heal your body mm -hmm. and and. Uh, come out of this like because it was all there was because there was also i guess re um rebuilding you on a personal and a, um, a professional level at the same time like yeah. they were happening they're kind of happening both at the same time exactly like mm. i think there was uh what is called a quantic entanglement so when mm. two systems got in contact those two systems are connected forever and one feeds the other and vice versa. So they create this kind of infinity nutrition, one mm. for the other. So yeah. what I got, the healing path was actually getting energy from the structures that I was using for work. And the healing was actually affecting a positive way the professional side because exactly the body was healing even the mind because what i was developing inside for myself was okay i need to take really the reins on my life and getting a more healthy professional life because you you have seen the amount of hours that i was working by then I mean, this it doesn't really change the match, but the quality of those hours instead has changed. It's different. Yes, yes, yeah. It yeah. amounts more or less the same, but the kind of stress that I'm having it's the, is it's the mindset, different. the different different outlook of it, how you like the way you're thinking about your work. Exactly. Whether you, you could be doing the same eight, 10, 12 hours a day, but it's like how you structure those days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you find that that the symptom from from this experience was like uh, um, was resilience, but at the um, same time you had you kind of had to be resilient as well. Like so, your you developed resilience, but you 
like it came out of you as well at the same time? 100%. Uh, mm. It's any longer, like, you know, the energy vortex, no? Is the same shape, but one is red towards green and the positive one is the up on the red. So it's from green to blue. I think I did all the way from down, from the bottom up. That was the point. And while I was climbing this vortex, the vortex turns to be a virtual spiral. And in this resilience, healing physically, mentally, and professionally, that all came together and they create mm. this harmonic system inside. Okay. And now what I'm seeing that a lot of times when I'm facing uh, crazy challenges work-wise, I'm taking them like a piece of cake. I'm not joking. I mean, not, not to get less importance to sure, the professional sure. side, but probably. But it's a lot easier. It's, it's a lot super easier. easy. Super mm. easy. Like sometimes the, the level of stress, especially when I'm organizing events, like having, you know, what does it mean organizing events? You have 500 people dancing and probably a performance that is falling from the third floor. Like <laughs> these kind of things happen in a festival wide event. Mm. And, um, and I was um, the kind of person that can keep calm very easily. Mm. Exactly for that. Because the resilience that I, my, my body, my mind was building in the healing process led me reprioritize. Re, oh, that's a very difficult word. Reprioritize something like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all those things. So absolutely. Right. right. Uh, and uh, tell me, your your um, your work in Paris was quite an intense time. And uh, what was what were some of the challenges in the workplace that and and how did you what was the outcome during and after? Like, how did you sort of like? Well, it must have been such a difficult time, but you kind of pulled yourself through mm -hmm. it and and came out the other end. Exactly. So that was actually my first global position was, was since the first beginning was pretty tough. And uh, unlikely uh, the, the human factor is so important, especially when we work and people that we work with have a great, enormous energetic impact on us, not only uh, I'm not only talking about the outcome, professionally speaking. Actually, that was very good. But the outcome on my body. So I got those two bosses. And this is something that I am experienced a lot, especially with people aged between 50 and 60. This kind of generation, as a youth, they are thirsty of power. They're really mm. thirsty of power. And um, they're not ready to share. There is something instead that I admire a lot of our generation. This kind mm. of switch in terms of mind. I mean, not everybody. I'm not talking that our generation is peace and love. Absolutely not. Sure. But I can see that that kind of manager class are more focused on getting the power on themselves and showing off what they're doing. And in the same way they're showing off themselves, they're subduing 
they own employees, not getting to the point that actually pushing in a nice way your employees made a loss and getting mm. a better outcome for for you so you can show mm. off ever more uh mm. so what happened was instead uh those two bosses were horrible like stealing uh your job and just pushing away and being very tough mentally speaking so some days they were calling us on snapchat calling like riding us on snapchat at two in the morning for getting things done and then contacting us every touch point that they could contact us at every day every hour and not having mercy at all so this was really stressed me out and probably was one of the causes of my next surgeries because i got an infection blah blah uh, so what I did, I was, I was exploding, actually imploding. And uh, I could feel my mind and my body, they were losing it. So after thinking about the, the strategy, the exit strategy, I was like, okay, I can do that. I can face that. I was always like pushing myself in like, yes, you can do it. This kind of... Um, 5 a.m. morning club power people that say, yeah, I'm part of that. I was like, no, 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 I'm not absolutely nothing about it. No, 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 no. What I do and upsetting that I don't have to be part of this game. So what I was thinking is like making myself redundant, but that would be a failure for me. And instead, oh, that I, was something that was something yeah. that was come like you were facing at the time, like uh, uh, um, not not uh, turning away felt like you were dealing with the the, the failure story. Exactly, exactly. Right. Okay, because okay. I thought the turning away and uh, and drop it would be a failure for me. Right. And then I watched this failure. It was like it's not actually. A failure taking care about your mental health mm. and not following yeah. the sick part of those people this is actually loving yourself yeah so yeah. from failure that this is what the society normally uh tells you like this is status quo so you have to follow these rules and for me it was like no 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 those rules are actually very sick so what i'm doing it just giving myself some self-love and the self-love was okay i'm gonna drop it you're gonna stay with this shit and i'm gonna take care of myself and this is exactly what i did it and i'm so glad because that moment that at the beginning of this transformational path that thought it was a failure that was actually the beginning of a huge transformation that brought me here now keep on being a global strategist from one side, having my event company, living under the sun and having my way of working. And suddenly now I have this, ah, this is a very nice learning that I got it. So the other, other month I was receiving a new client um, and suddenly I recognized the same path. The this is recently 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 so after okay. all this transformation and i say okay and now i'm very very conscious about myself my value 
and why and when I can say no thank you. So um, last month I've been engaged uh, for a freelance project in, uh, in, in Italy. And um, suddenly like during the first five minutes of meeting, I recognize in one of the manager exactly the same patterns Right. All those two in Paris. And I said, maybe just my feeling, my guts don't really always get it like perfectly. And a couple of days later, I was like, no, 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 my guts get it. They, yes. they know. My mind recognized this. And with all the peace of mind, without absolutely any discussion, was like, I'm really sorry, but I can't take this project. Mm. And Sadly, one of the strategists that was working in the agency was calling me and say, Danny, you're completely right. This is what it is. Blah, 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 blah. Escape. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess with the resilience, you also developed um, a, a strength in understanding your boundaries as well and uh, knowing like what, what's right and... I guess you you've developed a um, a stronger radar. <laughs> yes, exactly. Being able to being able to detect the things that don't work for you, or, yeah. or um, yeah, because so many so many good things came out of all this. It seems you exactly, know from from exactly. from that hardship that what you went through. There is a there's poem. obviously something. Yeah, there was something that you had to uh, go through. Absolutely, there is a poem in uh, in Italy that says. Uh, from diamond, don flowers. Flowers are not born by diamonds. Flowers are born from shit. <laughs> nature. Can... This is nature. <laughs> Can you say it for me in Italian? Da diamanti non nasce niente, dalla merda nascono i fiori. I love it. <laughs> That's oh, so, so cool. Nature is already telling us how things work, basically. And it's true. Don, if I can get an advice that now I'm so clear with my mind, is like once you get to the resilient point, don't get in the trap of resilience because each stage has its own trap, no? So the resilience can be, okay, I feel Superman. No. Resilience, like the deep one, is exactly recognizing where are your limits and be able to say no. And not yeah, doing this. Yeah. No, I'm not. How, how do you how do you know? Because generally, I, I always find too with myself that um, when, like, to understand the difference between when there's a detection of this of this nature that you're describing. Because sometimes when we're trying to go through change, there's also this resistance as well. So how do we know, like, what, how do you detect going, oh, this resistance is healthy or it's, it's unhealthy resistance? Does that make sense? Yeah, so when, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So is it, um, what, what, are the, what are the triggers or the, or the signs that help you understand, okay, this is just because it's a new thing and my body is just telling me uh, that it wants to adjust or it's telling me no. You know, like I'm not meant to be doing this. So what are the triggers for you that helps you understand that? So I think my my body now is telling me so many things mm. and I'm recognized that. Uh, 
So it's more of a feeling thing, like you yeah, feel yeah, your body. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Body, so that's, yeah, yeah. Thing. It's a body thing. I mean, that's amazing. I love it. I have yeah. a rush every time that something is bad, and I, the stress, uh, is more about resistance because it's negative resistance. It's something the path is negative instead of being mm. positive. It can it can sound weird, but I have a rush every time something is very negative. Exactly where I got the infection, I got a rush coming over on my face it comes mm. straight after yeah. yeah and i think that that is my body probably that everything is connected that is communicating with me so i, I start 100%. having like this yeah. strange red stain here on the face on the face where i have the the scarf mm. and i okay no 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 no. my body's communicating sorry my scarf <laughs> is, is talking with me bye <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, 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 I can relate to that. I, what's that? I mean, it's true. Sometimes we forgot the body. When we have a stomach that is actually on pain, it's because the stomach is talking with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. I, I, I definitely, um, even from even from what, like in a, in a sort of 3D perspective, when you know i recently had a shoulder problem and it's easy to say yeah yeah well it's because i pushed it in the gym but there were so many layers behind that like why was i pushing it in the gym you know exactly. like there's something there's a story behind that you know dig dig a little deeper why was i pushing myself in the gym that caused that injury you know it's something like there's Ta -da. there's yeah 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 <laughs> Um, so with, um, with the, uh, uh, you know, working workplace politics, this, this seemed to strengthen you and, and developing an understanding, um, from like helping you with communication between clients and how to deal with when, um, you know, working on projects, no matter what kind of in, like, no matter what kind of client it is, this this experience was obviously a very profound one and it was a significant one with these two uh, superiors at the time. Were, were your like previous challenges, did you find that uh, from like from previous in, uh, uh, contracts or employments that from um, your other you know, uh, jobs prior, did they also help with dealing with these two individuals like or, or was it something that again coming back to the way it was for you instinctually you know like because you knew something was wrong and you obviously a part of your brain and body was like again the survival mode kicked in um was it a combination you know like that's where i'm getting at like was it a combination of previous um skill sets that helped you also, um, you know, dealing with people, mm -hmm. um, with clients or difficult clients or difficult colleagues. Mm -mm -mm. I have to say that was exactly the moment that the physical resilience, personal resilience was helping in. So to survive, I mean, I have been working before the time range that we are talking about is one year and a half of slavery. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If I can tell, because that was poor slavery. Um, so that somehow the resilience that I received from my body, 
from a personal side on the previous chapter was helping me going through that moment. So I wouldn't say that my experiences uh, work-wise were helping me on that, rather than my personal experiences were okay. helping me. Right. But for sure, the result is that now I uh, work-wise, every time I see something that doesn't go correctly, is not on the track of the contract, and it's just getting out of there, especially because this happened in France. And France is pretty known for being the best country in the world for workers' rights. And Where? In... in in France, in Paris, France, in Fra in Paris. Yeah, 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 that's right. I remember yeah. you telling me this a yeah, while ago. Uh, Paris, France in general, uh, not only Europe, but in the world, in the entire world, they mm. have the best uh, code, uh, law code mm -hmm. for the rights of the workers. So now that I'm so, uh, I got this, the incipit, the inceptions actually from other French workers, now I know exactly this helped me to put my boundaries like hi I'm a worker and I have this right and furthermore I'm a human being so you have to respect that <laughs> yeah 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 amazing uh okay so the um obviously the 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 outcome that came from all this uh, you said that you had the vision of what you wanted to do and I mean, I remember you discussing ideas when you were even even before Paris and of of things that you were inspired by and things that you while you while the vision wasn't totally clear, there was like ideas and things that you wanted to do that knew that was kind of aligned with a with more of your heart and what you like yourself. Do you think that um, like focusing on these projects, even from the inception, like those earlier days and then going through them and then having the freedom to do them like because like after that, it was like, what else can I do now? Like, let's let's create, let's do what uh, you've you've come out. So focusing on those projects seemed to have a sense of purpose of um, connecting with yourself and focusing on yourself like mm -hmm. focus like working on those projects the things that you 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 have now ceremonia tribe was that part of the healing process like ah uh, yes yeah that like, is the result that was yeah, the result yeah 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 so you're still the, like yeah 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 that Go is on. the physical result the <laughs> physical result of the healing physically and uh, uh mentally and work-wise is ceremonia. Uh, there's the proof that having a vision, going through the up and down and embrace them, and getting into actionability, uh, brought you uh, to get the results that you want with a lot of determination, obviously. So what I'm doing now, uh, I aside, I mean, aside from this moment that we obviously we are on a hold on mode for from the pandemic but we we are not stopping like the guys that i'm living with my friends they are a part of ceremonias so we are keep on 
brainstorming and we're actually working for the next chapter that's going to be super nice yeah. Yeah. adding things and obviously applying to the new politics and new norms against the virus so i have to say that the result was from one side ceremony obviously i didn't drop my career because it's something that i really like also is to be a strategist and i didn't drop that i actually started doing in a proper way i'm working only with um projects and clients that i share values with for example last year i worked the whole year with primavera sound this year i'm working for organic food and beer so everything that for me has a purpose okay i work for you that is this worth my time i mean i am enough lucky right. now to it's not just about choose. chasing the it's not just about chasing the the, the money or the, no, like it's the, it's no, the no, projects no, no. That, yeah, yeah. i mean before it was like that because <laughs> I, like all the millennials i was kind of broke uh now that i have this kind of security i i can con um, i can give myself the luxury of choosing but that could also be uh, a result of of uh, of the experiences as well it's like yeah. you know now that aligning yourself with projects that are um uh aligned with your values they they're um they're it, it doesn't affect your health in the way that previous projects did. Exactly, exactly. Mm. I was feeling bad. I mean, when I was working with projects that I knew they were like killing our mother planet, I was mm. feeling so bad inside. Instead, I tell you, when last year I was in charge for all the sponsorship projects for Primavera Sound and even though it was midnight, my mind was so happy and aligned with myself that this wasn't impacting on my body because mm. I believe in it and I was lagging in and I know that what I was doing was actually good for other people because music is always good for everybody. So <laughs> aligning my values with my professionalism was the key. Mm. And from one side was he keep on doing the strategies work wise with clients that I believe in and even by hours because now I'm a freelancer, so I'm a consultant. So I decide when I work, basically. I mean, mm. I have always my 12 hours of working, but for example, I'm now working in the morning. In the morning, I take my time for doing my yoga, for go running, to take my walk, especially now that I live in Barcelona, that is such a beautiful place. And uh, this is a luxury. This is a proper luxury that I mm. developed through time, exactly undertaking uh, challenges that were very tough. So like the, uh, the devil wears Prada. I knew that I have to go through that thing to then having this kind of result somehow. Mm. Yeah. And the other side was ceremonial. So it's the both side of myself, I think, that came to life. Yeah. So the, the, the projects uh, were healing and eventually, so, you know, like they had, they served a purpose to heal, but then it became the, the norm, like what you're doing now, you know, now to, to, to be selective with the types of projects that you work on, 
that not only they they could potentially they, they they have healing properties still like they have healing like the way you're because it creates um um a positive working environment for you so that way you're not slipping back into these old kind of patterns or old um limiting type um unhealthy ways so is that fair to say yeah absolutely absolutely like those unhealthy steps are helping me now to choose to select and to the to capture what is good and what is not mm. it takes and it takes time though right like it takes time to <laughs> to develop the um like you know when you're working on yourself focusing on on oneself uh to get the right formula that works for you it's not something that can just happen overnight like you no uh, yeah rome was <laughs> built in a day so. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not it's actually is a it's a never-ending path i would say i mean Hello? You broke freezing on me there. Oh, no. Hello? Hello? Point where I'm I'm now is probably point sorry. where I am. It, yeah. oh, no. Sorry, it no? just like it went all like uh, yes, it froze. It... No worries, no worries. Okay. I, I was telling that the point where I am now is the most conscious point that I got on myself in my life. Okay. I'm very conscious of the ex existing being. And these, I mean, a lot of time we just exist. We don't realize we exist. We don't, it's not a thinking over, but it's a thinking deeper about ourselves. So I, I, I gave myself the space to exist and to steal. That was my big like revelation. Not always like doing was the stillness. Sometimes the stillness is very healthy for, for ourselves. I was like allowing myself not always to do, to do, to do, to do. Yeah. But yeah, also... Yeah to think it's to yeah. it to be just to be without neither yeah. thinking like mm. getting way before and this is, i think is a problem of the modern world the western modern world uh descartes a philosopher back in the days say the worst shit ever that is cogito ergo sum in latin that means think i think so i exist such a horrible sentence because we exist ever know if we don't think about it it's a kind of strange way of thinking of the western culture that you always mm. have to think or to do to exist instead the stillness that we receive from mainly uh, oriental philosophies and discipline mm. where in, in those kind of cases stillness has such a huge importance because it's that stillness that lets you the space to exist and to realize yourself. 
So yeah. this is the point where I arrived here now. Uh, my 35 years old is exactly that. Like, stillness is taking time just to stop and exist. It's so nice. So, and is that how, is that what focusing on yourself looks like to you? Is, is finding that, that space mm-hmm. and that's the priority before anything else. Like, yeah. uh, that's what focusing on yourself looks like, means to you is, is yeah. finding that space rather than focusing on the to do, the success. Because exactly. all those other things are just symptoms, aren't they? They just they fall into place after you you put that as a priority, uh, the, yeah. the focusing on oneself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we focus on ourselves because we have an objective. Let's focus. I mean, that is very important. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a very self-realization person. Absolutely. I'm very, you know me, I'm a train basically on the realization path. But to get to that point in a good way, you also have to get a moment without objectives, without targets, nothing of that, nothing. Because otherwise you are just like pushed by those waves of sadness. You have to to stop and connect. Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah, Yeah. exactly. And Ceremonia Tribe, uh, that's been um, just, growing for you and and it's been uh it's an, been amazing to watch to see it develop um to what it is now and uh, are you are there anything happening apart from preparation for post-covid uh when that day will come um the the uh, are you doing anything at the moment uh we are thinking about it we are thinking okay. about it because we are maybe thinking to get back to streaming but um, I have a resistance on the streaming. Yes, I'm having yes, some resistance yes. because psychologically it gets back people to a very tough moment in our life somehow. And, um, and somehow people are adjusting their own life to live with the virus, but they don't want to stay in the house and watch a, a, a screen. So we're still on the brainstorming side of that because we yeah, really would no, like to deliver something to people, but probably the streaming is not the solution. So we're mm. thinking about a new way. Probably podcasts like you are doing is one of the <laughs> best things so people can actually have their own moment. No, they, they are not obligated to stay in front of a, of a screen during Saturday night. Mm, 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 mm. So uh, tell the listeners where they can uh, find uh, Ceremonia Tribe. Mm. Where can they find you? Find we are on you Instagram mainly. So yep. it's Ceremonia underscore BCN Barcelona. Yep. And uh, on Facebook as well. Same okay. kind of account. And uh, that's it. <laughs> well, Daniela, it was uh, lovely to see you today. Well, Thank you so much to speak for with you. Always it was, such a yeah. very nice occasion to grow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, um, I'll um, yeah, it was it was awesome. It, it was a lovely conversation. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank um, you. Same from here. Okay. okay. Take care. Bye bye. Ciao. Don't forget to head to jameslocksmith.net. You can also join the newsletter there for the latest updates and details. 
Don't forget to leave your reviews and feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know if you've got any questions. And if there's anyone you'd love for me to interview, let me know. Head to jameslocksmith.net and email us at contact at jameslocksmith.net. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.